Hi friends, it's Annie here from Annie's Pink Chair. I'm so excited to be with you today. This is where we share real, raw, relevant issues from a woman's perspective with wit and wisdom. And boy, do we have some deep wisdom today. I have some special guests, a married couple that I'm very fond of, that I'm friends with, that I just adore, and I want you to meet them today. I'm gonna read to you a bio of one of my friends. His name's Victor Marks. He is a high-risk humanitarian with successful missions to Iraq, Syria, North Africa, Southeast Asia, many times in a non-permissive and high-threat environment, helping orphans and widows. Severely abused and tortured as a child, by the time he graduated from high school, his lifestyle was filled with drugs, fights, and even theft. The disciple of military life and faith in God helped him recover from his traumatic childhood and empowers him to help others. Today, Victor focuses his attention to the plights of those affected by ISIS, troubled juvenile offenders, and supporting military personnel from all branches, including the special operations community. Victor challenges his audiences to maintain and build spiritual health. He believes in the importance of the faith community in the military and mixes humor with raw reality stories of survival and redemption to encourage a resilient lifestyle. A husband of 30 years, a father to five, and a proud grandfather, Victor has learned and teaches his approach to build successful relationships while excelling professionally. And you guys, listen, Victor has a beautiful wife. She's with us today. Her name's Eileen. Victor and Eileen, I Annie. welcome you. I'm Thank so you. happy you're here, virtually of course, but next time you're gonna be sitting in these velvet pink chairs, trust and believe that, okay? Can't wait, <laughs> can't wait. Oh my Thank gosh, you guys. I'm so excited that you're here. So All Things Possible Ministries is something that's been on my radar since I met my husband. He had a shirt. Still has it, by the way. It's got this all things possible on the sleeve. And I'm like, who's that? He goes, oh, what do you mean, who's that? You got to meet my friends. Annie, you have no idea who you just asked about. So I finally got to meet you guys. And it was a great time. It was last year in person at the porn convention. What? Seriously, the porn convention. Really? With one of your special canine friends? So special. One of your uh, German Shepherds that is a, uh, oh my gosh, a trauma therapy dog, right? Yep. yep. And I, yep. I just was so impressed um, by your both of your humility and your patience and your love as we walk through. Now, we all know porn conventions are crazy. We got half-naked people, porn going on, movies being played left and right, uh, toys being displayed, virtual reality goggles everywhere, and people advertising their products. And so you guys are literally walking through the porn convention with your beautiful trauma dog, and all, like most, the females were stopping going, oh my gosh. And then in the midst of that, you're ministering to those ladies that yeah. are like, you know, being victimized left and right, right? So that's how I, I met you guys. Like it was so incredible. And, and then I'm just, I just wanna break to everyone. 
Victor and Eileen uh, decided to, after we went up to the hotel room with Sammy, one of our really good friends, she's been on our show. She runs Ruby's LV. We love her very much. Uh, he said, hey, let's do a prayer session. So I was so uh, just completely blessed by uh, Victor and Eileen praying for us and for me. And um, I got healed to a new level with the trauma prayers. It was amazing. And I just want to thank you guys so much for pouring into our lives, supporting Hookers for Jesus, Pink Chair, and, you know, introducing us to different people to help us and donating to us too, of course. And we're just so thankful for you guys and what you do. And I just want to know, you know, how did this all start? Like, how did All Things Possible Ministries start? Well, I, let, let me, okay, I, let, let, let me, well, thank you for mm -hmm. such a, uh, a generous, gracious introduction, and we thank God that one, you're married to us. What, what a what a what a perfect match, and <laughs> and that, for your faithful service to the Lord, uh, you know, and we're glad to just play a, a small part of that, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, we we have fun when we go to porn convention and. That's always a, that's always a great one-liner mm. when I tell people, yeah, me and my wife, we go to the National Porn Convention. They're like, what? <laughs> what? Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, we get some looks. Yeah. yeah. Mainly the Christian community. Mm -hmm. But all things possible started, um, you know, our background was martial arts and teaching. Of course, I served in the Marine Corps before that. But we were really martial arts and combatives instructors, which uh, made for fun times. I actually what, what... married my karate instructor. So wait a minute. Maggie. Is that how? So he was teaching you karate, Eileen? We yeah, yeah we, we met at church. Uh, and she decided to take my karate class. And of course, I was showing off with some of my moves. Uh, well, but he it, was so darn cute in his karate gi. Hey, I go put it on right now. You <laughs> okay. keep talking like that. Go ahead. Put on my big black belt. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I, I, when I saw her, she walked in, and uh, this is for context of how the ministry started. I mean, I, feel, I, I was in love with her the moment I saw her. The first thing I said was, "Lord, I'll marry this one." Man, wow. I will marry this one. But. Uh, Felt she was too far out of my league. Uh, well, and, I wasn't a Christian then. Yeah. So, but you were just. I I'm stunning. wondering, was was it her eyes, Victor, the first thing that drew you? Because her uh, eyes are mesmerizing. They're so beautiful. Yeah. And were you it, like, it, whoa? <laughs> yeah, I, I was. I was captured mm. by her her beauty, her eyes, and thank you. Uh, and the fact that she was in a fitness. You know, uh, I could tell immediately. But you know what was amazing is that she was so humble about it. She was beautiful and fit, and she had just won Miss Fitness USA. And actually, she what? didn't even. Yeah, Miss she didn't Fitness even USA, tell me you won that. Yeah. That was wow. I tell him back in the thirties, nineteen thirties. <laughs> yeah. Oh, back in the nineteen thirties during Prohibition era. <laughs> Yeah, flower <laughs> sacks and wood clogs on stage. Contestant right. number four. No, she was an amazing, humble. Even as a non-believer, just just humble. 
Uh, and I could tell she was strong. And I'll, and I'll say this to single women out there. One of the, you know, beyond the physical beauty that attracted, because that's always just, you know, the spark you look, but you got to get beyond that. I mean, if there's not substance, that don't last. But I remember what was so appealing to me is her need not to need a man. It, she was so content in herself and strong that that was actually sexy. I mean, I was like, wow. That, wow. Okay, I, we have to camp on that just for a second. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that, Victor. Uh, you know what, Eileen? What made you so sassy like that? Because before I met my husband, I was ready, like seriously, I was like, I don't need a man. And then I said, you know what, Jesus? You're going to be my man. And if anybody comes to me that cannot measure up to who you are for me, then they're just not going to be in my life. And I know that Oz detected that in me, that mm -hmm. sassiness. Uh, mm -hmm. But she did. Eileen, you said you, you know, you didn't need a man. That was like your your attitude. Right. Like and Victor said that was attractive. Mm -hmm. Well, when I met Victor, I was not a believer yet, but I did have an attitude because I had dated and it was disappointing. I really got to the point where I am so tired of dating. And um, it's interesting because I, I was not with the Lord. I had no concept of who he was and I didn't know that I needed him until I started going to church and hearing about him. It, it, and, and after I did come to faith in Jesus, He's all I wanted. I mean, there's nobody, no one could ever touch what he provides. So first it was my attitude. And then it was, I found, I found somebody who was able to fill my needs. And that's how it's been in our marriage. I mean, you know, we're helpmates and we help each other, but Victor's not my savior. Victor's my helpmate and I'm his, but... I think, I do think that that is what um, attracted Victor because I'm not a clingy, I'm not a needy, and he, he doesn't have to provide this thing that is never going to be tangible for any man. Right. Well, I, I love that you say you're not clingy or needy or let's say jealous or yes. controlling or too motherly. like. Those are things yeah. that destroy relationships. When we make each other an idol, we get into yeah. deep waters of deception, right? And yes. we make that person our only thing in our lives. And then what, when that person's gone, what do you guys do? What do we do yeah. as humans? Mm -hmm. We fall majorly mm -hmm. because we know that that's who we put everything into. So mm -hmm. I, I love the fact that you know, Victor, it just stopped me in my tracks when you said, you know, I like the fact that she didn't need anybody. It was like, yeah. I don't need a man. And I think that's a very good thing to say in today's society with our Instagram culture and our social media culture, with all these beautiful women showing every single piece of their body to get to attract a man like a honey to a bee, obviously, that that's not that's really not attractive actually that's the initial no. attraction but it's not sexy and it's not strength it's coming from a place of weakness right yeah. and you uh yeah. 
believe me, I, I tell gals, single gals, I say, look, it, you know, the way you lure up is the type of fish you're going to catch. Amen. <laughs> you know, and it's like, if you're, if you're putting the vibe out there through, I'll show Eileen, I'll go, cause she's not a big social media. I'll go, look at this video. Look, look at these videos of how the, the insecurity mm. of women and girls betrays them yeah. in their videos. Even these little TikTok deals, it's like, well, how much more can you scream? I don't feel valuable. Mm -hmm. I, I need affirmation. Somebody, you know, somebody tell me I'm okay. And the problem is, if a girl doesn't find that with the Lord, and even in herself on just a, like, I'm okay with myself. Now, mm -hmm. here's the beautiful thing. Eileen didn't come from a, an abusive past. No. She never experienced trauma like that. Which, um, which I do know contributes to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Because uh, me, on the other hand, I was jealous. I was controlling. I was, Whoa. you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it, it, it was like, mm -hmm. you, you know, my insecurities just came out when she really actually started liking me, which took about a year, mm -hmm. a little more than a year. Uh, she actually came into the church where I was volunteering and, and helping and then was on staff. She's mm -hmm. like, uh, are any of the pastors here to, I need counseling. I said, well, no pastors here, but I'll, I'll, I, I'm here. <laughs> and, and, and guess what, guess what she wanted to talk about? A boyfriend, a guy that she was dating, who's a Christian, but liked to party. And she was like, I'm, I'm really confused. His brother's a pastor, but, and I said, here, I'll counsel you. Mm -hmm. He is a spawn of Satan and you must dump <laughs> this guy immediately. Of course he is. Right. I, I, my, my words, I was like, get rid of him. Yeah, right you now. need to dump him. Don't return his phone he's calls. From, right. He's <laughs> from the pit of hell. That says the Lord, I know that. Yeah, uh, and she was like, oh, uh, and then, like, I quickly, I mean, this is how pathetic I was. I moved in and go, you know what? I feel for you. I have this connection, and I'm looking for a wife. What do you think? She's like, oh, kind of You quick. said that to her, Victor? You actually said that to her? Oh, I, I had no patience. And, Talk about you know, some boldness right there. I, I'm looking for a wife. You might be her. Why don't you pray yeah. about it and get back to me in the morning? <laughs> yeah, strong back, weak mind, this guy right here. And I'm like, hey, dude. Uh, but I, w I was so infatuated because here's what's crazy. The Lord showed me she was going to be my wife. Wow. And I wrote it down. I wrote it down in a journal. But God is me, so good. I wanted it now. I wanted it. And she was like, I, well, we're friends. But, you know. And, well, and then probably a year after the Lord told him that, I'm a new believer. I'm with a girlfriend. And all of a sudden I get this thought in my head, I'm going to marry Victor. I didn't, I didn't even really know him and I certainly didn't love him. And I said out loud, no, I can't marry Victor. But I heard, I mean, I didn't know it was a Holy Spirit speaking to me then, but he was, he was telling me I'm going to marry Victor. So it was confirmation. And we found that out later. So that's the beginning of my being able to hear the Lord speak to me. And that's, what's key. Mm -hmm. That's what's key for single people. Yeah. Stop compromising. Yes. Come you don't on. have to compromise to get what you want. Mm -hmm. And I say this one, because my, my dad was a pimp, you know, and here's the reality. 
if if sex was what would get a man and keep him, the most sought-after women for wives would be hookers, would be prostitutes. Right. And and when I say that, girls get it. They're, they're like, oh. Because I'm like, how are you going to compete with a professional? Exactly. Look, <laughs> it, it's, it's stop with this perception that if I just give, if I just take care of him, my man, he's, and I say this, if you're good enough to have sex with, you're good enough to marry. So put a ring on it, walk down the aisle, you're worth waiting for. And you know what? That's what we decided when we started dating. Mm -hmm. We said, we can sleep with each other. We've slept with people before. Doesn't fulfill the void. Mm -hmm. Why don't yeah. we try God's way? So we literally did not sleep together until after we were married. Mm. And now our engagement was short. It was very short. Nonetheless, Woo! We uh, did it I mean, way. for a guy like I, 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 I mm. go ahead, Eileen. What were you? <laughs> well, you know, you know neither one of us had had wanted to do it God's way before, but we did. And he has blessed us. That's it is so that that is so what good. we what it, we yeah. try to communicate to people mm -hmm. is if God says wait, mm -hmm. and I mean, the, the majority of people listening right now, they, they aren't virgins. And if they're single, it's like, okay, so you're not a virgin, check the box, but you can live pure and God can renew you like a virgin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I guarantee you on our honeymoon, mm -hmm. there was such a pureness and a purity about it mm -hmm. that I literally, you know, I literally, I literally was like, got nervous. Uh, I was like, oh, uh, what I've wanted and desired and like, ah, oh, here, here we are. But I forgot my, the marriage certificate at church. It got signed, but I forgot it. I remember telling Eileen, I, I don't have the marriage certificate. I don't know if we can. Well, I think he said, oh my gosh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah. I literally called the pastor who married us and said, Hey, uh, I left the marriage certificate at the church and you know, should I swing by? And yeah. it was funny to hear his voice. He just goes, Victor, it's okay. You, you can consummate your marriage. Yeah. I was like, that's all I needed. Click. And <laughs> you know what? Here we are 32 years later. We've never cheated on one another. We, we have kept our relationship pure. God has. Now, I've had struggles because of my past of being abused, always dealing with my own value right? Mm -hmm. My personal value. And, and I remember early on in our relationship, a doctor who was working on me because of martial arts, he was a Christian and a layman Catholic person. I'll never forget. He looked at me. He didn't even know me. He looked at me. He knew I was newly married, but he goes, Victor, there's no room for lust in a marriage. Whoa. And I went, what? What? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, how do you how do you be how do you be married if there's no lust? And I learned lust is an unfulfillable desire, and that's married. Yes. We're talking to married couples right now and singles. Right. You, you, it's an unfulfillable desire. Yeah. And what he what this doctor told me, this little priest doctor, he just goes, Victor, it's love. Serve one another. So here we are, thirty two years. In marriage, five children, four grandkids, and I just tell people, 
you can actually trust God to bring you the right partner for life. Mm -hmm. You don't have to compromise to get them. Right. Fear God more than you do losing a man. And then wait till you're married. You, you know, the best compliment Eileen gave me in the early days was what? That you were a gentleman. Yeah. And she said, wow, a gentleman. she goes, I've never dated a gentleman. That's right so there good. made me boom. I was like, ah, suckers. Well, and I was yeah. born and raised in California. <laughs> yeah. So not that there's not gentlemen in California, but um, certainly Victor was a Southern gentleman. And that's really one of the things that attracted me to him because he was, mm. he was so polite and he had reverence and honor. When I heard him speak to his mother, it was so honoring. And I just thought this man has some amazing honor for his mother. It's so good. And you know, that that's something to note to the listeners and the viewers out there. If your person you're dating, whether it's a female or a male, and they're rude to their parents, mm. uh, you need to um, reevaluate <laughs> yes. what's yeah. really going on, because you will exactly. be that next person they're going to be rude to. Trust and believe that. Yes. And even if they, you know, and we, I'm not talking about severe toxicity relationship where there's complete right. abuse and you know, right. they're defending themselves from abuse. No, this is a normal situation where you hear them being rude to mm -hmm. the person they're supposed to be honoring. Yes. So I, I think that's key. You guys, you're not going to believe it, but we've got like six minutes left and we haven't even gotten into any trauma or any type of uh, things that you guys are doing yet. But what a great, honest and, and honorable treat to hear both of you talk about how you guys met and your perception of each other. And I love the fact that, Eileen, you said Victor was a gentleman. Did he open doors for you? And yep. he opened doors. Um, what else did you do? Um, I, I, can't, I can't think, but he was just a gentleman. I mean, he was considered. Put napkins on your lap? He yeah. didn't put a napkin on my lap. But I, I think I just saw her for who she is. And it was worth honoring. And there are people that say, you know, well, my woman, my wife, mm -hmm. I go, well, you know, I go, well, treat her like a queen. Maybe she'll start That's acting right. like one. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, That's so, so good. So vice versa, right, Eileen? Like you honor Victor and you, he's your helpmate, but he's also your husband. And, you know, and as, as Abraham and Sarah might say, my Lord, <laughs> not, yes. not to take that literally, but. You know, like, in other words, that was an honoring and endearing term back then. It wasn't a matter of her being a slave. She was honoring her husband, right? And so yes. what, is the, what, is, what did that look like for you? Well, that's, that was one of the hardest things I had to learn because honor is taught as a child. And honor was not displayed in my family. There's eight children in my family. My parents struggled. So honor if i don't think if we learn it as a child how else are we going to pick it up we we right. just don't magically have it so this was an area that i really had to grow in first i had to recognize that i had things in my heart against my dad and i was projecting on victor oh. so now it's interesting <laughs> it's baggage we all carry it we all have it i don't care what family we come from so on the, when I started taking karate from him, it's protocol for the students to say, sir, yes, sir, no, no, sir. 
So I did that. But as soon as I would leave the floor, it was, I'm not going to say that to him. So the honor, I have learned to honor Victor, but I had to get through my baggage first. Now I honor him. Yes, he's my husband. He's my helpmate, but he's also my covering. And I don't resent that. I actually love it and I can rest in it. And I had to learn to let this filly run. You know, you, 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 you put, you, you put a woman in a bridle with this whole extreme Christian view of submission. It, it's going to be living hell at home. Oh. And I'm telling people, <laughs> Hey, look, we've been separated twice. People, those of you watching or listening, look, we've been separated twice. So it's not this fairy tale. It was a, it was a romantic, really wow. fairy tale beginning. But then guess what? The two have to become one. Mm -hmm. And and God was our referee. Mm -hmm. And as a matter of fact, for the first time in 32 years, we're actually getting ready to put out a marriage course online, mm -hmm. seven modules to help single people or married people really understand that, you know, you're best together mm -hmm. with, with the power of God's spirit. Right. And we want we want people to take advantage of that. It's not out yet, but but check our website. Mm -hmm. Yeah. VictorMarks.com, yes. and, and I'll tell you, we'll, we'll have it ready soon. But you if know we, what? If, yeah. No, go ahead, Victor. I, I wanted you, you to show your website. Around? Because yeah. uh, do you want to hang around and do part two? If you can't, yes. I totally understand. No, because let's, let's do this. I, this, this is, is good. so good. Like I'm getting totally fed right now. And what I mean by that, everyone watching and listening is they're, they're speaking to my spirit and helping me with my marriage to my husband, which I've been married 11 years now. And your guys' wisdom and strength and, and love and honor and respect between each other is so encouraging. And even if you said we've been separated twice, so and you're still together, right? So that oh, yeah. separation probably brought you closer, like you said, to become Definitely. one more than ever. Definitely. So if they want more information about that seven part module and also in general, what this power couple does, you can go to victormarks.com. And also, what's the name of the ministry? All Things Possible. All things possible. Yeah, All Things Possible. Dot com. And, and I've been to the website and actually I coveted it. I was like, Oh, I wish my website looked like this. <laughs> it's got so much well, you, information. You got on the it. right people working on it now. Yeah, man, that's what I'm and saying. Thanks to you guys. You guys are amazing. So you know what, you guys listen. Let's do part two. We're gonna yep. dive into trauma, right? Rescuing victims of trafficking, and also into your relationship as well during that whole process of working together. You guys, thank you so much. We'll see you in a little bit and. Everyone, we just want to thank you for coming on Annie's Pink Chair. We will see you on the next episode. See you soon. Hi, friends. It's Annie Lobert from Annie's Pink Chair, and I am actually on location at our nonprofit ministry called The Destiny House. And do you feel and see the presence that's going on here, the peace, the calmness, the comfort, the beautiful grass, the trees. This is what each woman comes to when she enters our Destiny House program for sex trafficking victims. I'm Nikki, I'm the Education Outreach Coordinator. Um, I've seen girls come in here and just broken, just in need of something. And we give them a gift box when they first arrive and then the look on their face because their traffickers taken everything from them 
The look on their face is just amazing and precious. And just watching them grow in Christ throughout their journey here is incredible. Would you please consider partnering with us monthly or just send us a one-time donation? Just go to our website at hookersforjesus.net and click on donate. And listen, your donation goes to a good cause and it's tax deductible. Thank you so much.